Hi everyone, this is Minister Cassandra and I would like to welcome you to your Built for This podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to building your faith, your hope, your joy through the word of God and to encourage and empower you through the power of the Holy Spirit that is in God's word. So once again, thank you so much for joining me today. I pray that the Holy Spirit will minister to you today. And all I ask God is to be an available vessel, to be used for his glory, to be used for his kingdom, to encourage his people, to let you know that there is hope in King Jesus. So this morning, let us begin. Our scripture this morning is going to be taken from Numbers chapter 13. And the topic for today is you need the anointing to get you through this season. Easy. And let us start. Numbers chapter 13, and I'm reading the King James Version. We're going to read... Verse 1 to 3, then I'm going to jump down to 17 to 20, and then 25 to 33. And it reads thus, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which I give unto the children of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers shall ye send a man, every one a ruler among them. And Moses, by the commandments of the Lord, sent them from the wilderness of Paran. All those men were heads of the children of Israel. So all is that saying is that the Lord gave Moses a command. And Moses said, you know what, I'm going to take one person from out of each tribe. And we know that there was 12 tribes. There was the tribe of Reuben, the tribe of Simeon, the tribe of Judah, tribe of Essachar, Ephraim, Benjamin, Zebulun, Joseph, Dan, Asher, Naphtali, and Gad. All those were chosen tribes in the Old Testament that the Lord handpicked for his kingdom for them to do a particular work. And we jump down to verse 17 to 20 and it says and Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said unto them get you up this way southward and go up into the mountain and see them the land what is is and the people that dwell it therein whether they be strong or weak few or many and what the land is that dw- that they dwell in whether it be good or bad, and what cities they be that they dwell in, whether it is tents or in strongholds, and what the land is, whether it be fat or lean, whether there be wood therein or not, and be ye of good courage, and bring of the fruit of the land. Now the times was the time of the first stripe first ripe grapes so they went up and searched the land from the wilderness of Zin unto Rehob as men come to Hamath 
And then we're going to jump down to verse 25. Let's see what happened. Let's start with verse 24. And it says, The place was called the Brook of Eschol because of the cluster of grapes which the children of Israel cut down from thence. And they returning from searching of the land after 40 days. And they went and came to Moses and to Aaron, which was Moses' assistant, and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh, and brought back word unto them and unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land, which is this is the evidence. This confirms that this place is fruitful. And they told him and said, We came unto the land whether thou sent us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. So they're saying it's for, of a sure thing that what you said was going to be there, what God said was going to be there, is there. What God promised us is there. And there's many things that, you know, the Lord has told you or put into your heart and you don't see it manifest. I am encouraging you today is to hold on to that word that the Lord has given you. Trust me, the fruit is there and it's going to manifest. So verse 28 says, nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled and very great and moreover we saw the children of Anak there the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan and Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We're not, We be not able to go up against the, the people, for they are stronger than we are. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. And there we saw the giants, the son of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our sight as grasshoppers. And so we were in their sight. We know the word of the Lord is already blessed. But there is just so many nuggets that the Holy Spirit um, has shared with me on this topic. Which is, I need the anointing to get me through this season. You know, and you're wondering what exactly is the anointing? What is it? What is this thing that, you know, everyone is talking about? You, you know, you might hear it or have heard about the anointing. Some of you may not have 
a Christian background or may have not been, you know, exposed to church or church lingo, they would say, but the anointing, it is essential and it is important and it is for the believers, which means, you know, you need to be saved. (laughs) You need to say yes to Jesus to even begin the process of knowing who Jesus Christ is before you could even say, you know, I have the anointing or I need the anointing or, you know, I want to have some of the anointing. So today we will be talking about the anointing, what it is, what it does, and the fact that you need it in this season to get you through this COVID-19 pandemic that's going on. We know that there is power in the name of God. There's no body like him. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, over 2,000 years ago to come on this earth, to die on the cross. And on the third day, he rose again. So right now, he is alive and he is well. You see, God has no limitations. God has no boundaries. You know, we as humans, we are limited to our five senses. We could touch, you know, hear, sound, feel, taste, see. You know, we have our five senses. And those limit us. We are just man we do not have the capability nor can we be compared to the God of the universe who is able to remove every limitation in your life he is able to remove every fear every doubt every anxiety he is able to wipe away all your tears and give you peace in the time of uncertainty He is able to heal you from every sickness and every disease. He is infinite. He's the same God yesterday, tomorrow, and forever. And when Jesus came on the scene in the New Testament, they called him Christos, which means the anointed one, the Messiah. You see, the anointing was from a practice back in the day, way back in the Old Testament, where shepherds would be with their sheep. And what they would do is the lice and other insects that would come on the sheep, they would use, um, often would get on the wool of the sheep. And when they got near the ears of the sheep's head, they could borrow into the sheep's ear and kill the sheep. So in ancient times, the shepherds would pour oil on the sheep's head. This made the wool slippery, making it impossible for insects to get near the sheep's ear because the insects would slide off. (laughs) Think about that. (coughs) How many things are trying to get into you? that you need the Holy Spirit and the anointing to allow to just slide off, such as fear, pride, envy, malice, jealousy, all the works of the flesh, all these things that come to bombard. It's only the anointing that will destroy every yoke. 
So it nearly make it made it impossible for the insects to get near the sheep's ear because of that oil. Then after that, the oil, the anointing became symbolic of blessings, protection and empowerment. You know, because there is nothing that can be more powerful in this life than God. God is all power, you know, and the anointing comes from God. It doesn't come from someone blowing on you, someone touching you. It is the power of God that is manifested through that person. All we are are vessels which God uses for a particular time, a particular moment, a particular season to do his work. We are his hands. We are his workmanship. So the Bible says. So, you know, a lot of people believe, oh my goodness, that person is powerful. No, it's the power of Christ that is working in them to do a specific task on behalf of the kingdom, on behalf of the Father. You see, when Jesus came down here, he didn't take no credit, no glory. He says, I come to do what my Father has called me to do. So when you're anointed, it's not for you to get the glory, but it is for God to get the glory. So today you need to tell God to pour the oil, Lord. Pour it on my head. You know, if you have confusion, if you have doubt, if you have fear, Today we come against every psychological warfare, every mental warfare. It is the anointing that flows, you know. The anointing is called Chrisma, C-H-R-I-S-M-A. The anointing is a special endowment of the Holy Spirit, which teaches the believer about all things. And that's spoken of in 1 John chapter 2, verse 20 and 27. It enables all believers to stand firm in Christ. This anointing, it sets you apart. It consecrates you because there's purpose. So the anointing sets you apart and it consecrates you and it seals us with God's Holy Spirit. So we know the Greek term now is chrisma. And we have creo, which is C-H-R-I-O, which means to smear or rub with oil, um, which means it implicates that you're consecrating someone for an office in a religious setting. You know, we also have the word Alifio, which is A-L-E-I-P-H-O, which means to anoint. And we know that the Bible several times spoke about the anointing and the anointed being anointed with oil, which signifies God's blessing or calling on a person's life. We see it in Exodus chapter 29, verse 7. We see it in Exodus. We see it in Kings We see it when God was anointing David. David was anointed three times. 
he was anointed as a king in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 12. He was anointed as a prophet in 2 Samuel 28, verse 2. And he was anointed as a priest in 2 Samuel 24, verse 25. You know, so continuously God will choose his people. And he chooses them for a purpose. A person that was anointed for a special purpose. It could be to be a king, to be a prophet, to be a builder, you know. And today, the anointing is not for necessarily a person who has a title or a person, you know, that is designated to do a specific thing. Every one of us, every one of God's children carries a level of anointing. You are a person of power and authority because you belong to Jesus. So you are full of power, you know. And the Bible says the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is the same power that is within us. So you have the anointing. You have to tap into that realm. You have to be at that place with God where he can reveal himself to you. You know, the other word that I want to focus on is power, which is dunamis. Dunamis for believers, it's power to be witnesses of Jesus Christ to the lost. You know, it's power that God gives us to heal the brokenhearted. It is power that we have to say to the enemy to let our family go, to heal, to let our mind go. It is the power that Christ has given onto the church to bind and to loose. Praise the name of Jesus. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 4 verse 20, for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in the power. We have the power and we have the authority, which means exousia. That is the authority that Jesus Christ gave us over demons and devils. The authority given to the disciples over demons and diseases in the book of Luke, in the book of Matthew. The anointing. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27, And it shall come to pass in that day that his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck, and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Anything you need to be demolished in the spiritual realm, hallelujah, anything you need to be shut down, broken down, walls to fall, you need the anointing. And it's not in the shout. It's not in the dance. It is in the power that is in you. The power of the Holy Spirit. The power of Christ that lays in you. You must know that there's purpose in power. He's not just going to give you the power with no purpose. But the power, the dunamis, the exousia that God invests in your, in his people is to shut down the enemy's network. It's to shut down the enemy's powers. It's to know that you are entitled and have every right to have the joy and the peace of God flowing in you. The Bible also says in Isaiah 61 
from verse 1 to 3. You see, Jesus, when he came on this earth, he had an assignment and he knew that he had to fulfill it. So the prophet Isaiah, which is called the Eagle Eye prophet, already declared it. That the spirit of the Lord of God is upon me because the Lord had anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He had sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. This is what Jesus Christ came to do. To bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound. If you are bound this morning, Jesus Christ is opening up your cell. If you're emotionally imprisoned, if you're mentally imprisoned, I'm telling you, you can be delivered through the blood of Jesus Christ. And the part that I like is verse 3 says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. When God delivers you, it's so that he can get the glory. When he sets you free from sin, when he breaks the chains, when he takes and removes generational curse from your life, it's so that he can get the glory. So now we see, going back to Numbers chapter 13, we see that their leader, which was Moses, was very strategic. He knew that he couldn't go up against his enemies without having some strategic elements in place. He knew that he needed to understand what was going on in his enemy's camp. And sometimes we rush into things and we said, oh, we're going to take it on head, head on with no prayer, no fasting, don't know what's going on in the spiritual realm. We just take things head on and then we fall flat on our face, you know. But when you're going up against something that is bigger than you, you need a big God to help you get through it to help you and to show you you need the Holy Spirit to guide you so Moses at this time called the 12 spies and said you know what I need you to go see whether it be good or bad you know whether it's true how are they living do they do they go in tents or do do they have strongholds you know but when I'm sending you I'm sending you and I'm telling you to be of good courage Because whatever God promises, he will come through. So, the Bible says that they went up, of course. They went up and they went in saying, you know what? We're going to go and do as Moses said. But, the Bible says, when they came back, you know, Caleb was the one that had another spirit. The Bible says that Caleb had another spirit. And when you go further down in chapter 14, it says, but my servant Caleb, because he had another spirit with him and had followed me fully, him will I bring into the land where into he went and he and his seed shall possess it. You see, Caleb had another spirit. He had an excellent spirit. You know, and the Bible says that he had followed me fully. 
Sometimes we go along the way and we was, we're like, okay, we're going to start with Jesus, you know. We're going to serve God. We're going to love him. And life brings you some things, brings you some valleys, some hills, some mountains, you know, sickness, divorce, loss of job, loss of employment, you know, things that get us buffeted, things that comes to beat us down, things that the enemy sets up to get us out of the race. And some of us only make it halfway through. But the Bible says that Caleb went all the way. He fully followed Moses. He fully followed the Lord. So in verse 30, the Bible says that Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. In this season, you need to believe that you are well able to overcome this pandemic, this COVID-19 that is going on all around, this sickness, this um, invisible enemy that we are fighting in this current season. You need to be able to know that through God and his protection and that he is able to keep us, you know, that we have the power, you know, we have the power in us to overcome this season. You see, you can't do God's work without the anointing. You can't even get through a storm without the anointing. The presence of the Holy Spirit is what we need. You see, the the, the anointed oil was made very specific. You see, when God was making it, it says, you know, use the best spices. You know, use the best myrrh, use the best cinnamon, use the best, you know, olive oil. He required the best. He required the best olive trees. He required the best ointment. And you have to know that sometimes in life, the way to know that you have the anointing is the crushing. You know, the pressing, you know, the things that always seems like, why is it happening to me? Why can't I get a breakthrough? Why left and right and on every side, I feel like I'm being pressed. You see that olive that they used to make the anointing oil had to be crushed. There's a process that we each must go through when we have the anointing. You see, the anointing does three things. It distinguishes you, which means it sets you apart. It has nothing to do with who your mother or your father is. It has nothing to do with who you know. It has nothing to do with where you went to school. It has nothing to do with who you know, who you have a hookup with, who's your best friend, who's your doctor, who's your lawyer, who's your physician, where you, you know, was raised. No, it has nothing to do with that. It comes from God. Second thing, it attracts you to favor and honor, but it also attracts you to adversities and some Judas. If you don't have any adversities in your life, I I doubt that 
first of all, that you're called and I doubt that you're anointed. You cannot be anointed without opposition and adversities because the enemy is going to do his best work to try to keep you from fulfilling your destiny. Jesus, which was the king of all kings, fasted for 40 days and after the 40 days, the enemy was right there to attack him and he is the king of all kings. So don't think that your life is just going to, oh, I want the anointing. I need the anointing. I mean, you see some powerful people being used by God and you look at them and you're like, oh my goodness, but you don't know the crushing, the crushing that has, that's going on behind the scenes in their life to get that oil that we see that flows so well in their lives. So because you have to understand You can never have power without pain. You can never have glory without some grief. You can never have humility without harassment from the enemy. And you can never have a testimony without a test. And you can never triumph without tribulation. You have to go through something to carry this oil. No, you're not just going to... somebody blow on you and you've got it. No, you have to go through a crushing in your life to obtain this oil. And the other thing, which is the third thing that the anointing does, it allows you to travel in the spiritual realm at a different frequency, which means you're able to see and discern and God is able to reveal things to you in a quicker speed in a different realm, in a different frequency. You know, you, you, you don't stay low like the chickens. You fly high like the eagles in the spiritual realm. You know, as they say, when they get low, you get high. You go into that realm where you see the impossible happening. You believe God for the miracles in your life. You know, the Bible says in, in Luke chapter 10 verse 19 behold i give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you i don't think you heard me behold i give unto you power dunamis to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you God has given us the power. We have the power over COVID-19. We have the power over the enemy. We have the power through the blood of Jesus. So today, you have to choose. Am I going to be like Caleb, who's still the people? Or am I going to be like the other the other ones that said, you know what? They're too big for us. They're giants. You know, I can't make it. I can't get through this. I'm not going to make it. If you keep on confessing things like that, then, you know, you limit the work of God. You know, the Bible says that it is the spirit that quickened. You know, the flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, Jesus said, they are spirit and they are life. There is life in the word. There is life in God's word. You know, you have to believe that God is going to see you through this, that you are more than a conqueror. You know, the Bible says that man shall not live by bread alone, which means, you know, it's not what we take in 
physically, but by every word, which means rhema, every rhema word that proceeded out of the mouth of God in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, you know. So just know that you need the word of God. It's the word of God that's going to keep you in the season. It's the anointing. You know, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and the joints and the marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. You see, God knows your heart. God The word of God and God Almighty knows what's in our hearts. He knows our thoughts. He knows what's deep within. He knows the things that we choose not to share. He knows the things that makes us fearful. He knows the things that gets us anxious. He knows when we're panicking. He knows when we feel alone. He knows when we need to be comforted. He knows. So, today... I am just encouraging you to seek for the presence of God, to seek for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You know, the Bible says um, in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, it says, But ye shall receive the power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. We are called and anointed to preach the gospel, to share the fact that Jesus Christ came on this earth, died, and rose again because he loves you. God loves you. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good he he went about listen to this he went about doing good healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him God has to be with you you can't do nothing on your own you can't have peace on your own you can't have faith without believing in God, without having the Spirit of God within you, without accepting Jesus Christ into your heart. So in this season, you need the anointing to keep you grounded, to give you the power when fear wants to attack you, when anxiety wants to attack you. You need the anointing. So in this season, I pray, dear Lord, that you touch everyone right now that is listening we pray and i pray that you fill them up with your power and your anointing we pray and i pray that everyone that everyone that is listening right now i pray that your anointing will dwell within them i pray if they don't know you as their lord and savior that today will be the day that they will get on their knees and surrender all to thee touch their families touch their hearts touch their minds those who have lost those who are grieving those who are mourning i pray for you to comfort them jesus have your way in your their lives as we give you thanks in jesus name thank you so much for listening to your build for this podcast please share with your friends and loved ones. 
share and encourage them that in this season, the anointing will get you through. Love you guys and be blessed in Jesus' name.